This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, welcome to Seagull Social, Season 3, Episode 30. That's how many goals we're pretty much going to score by next week, boys. But um, I'm joined <laughs> with, the, with the boys, Maz and Ben, because we are absolutely flying right now. 4-0 over West Ham. Guys, how, how have you been? How, I mean, we, didn't, we didn't do a Stoke um, episode, no. so it's a bit weird. So, yeah, we're, we're yeah. back after a couple of games. So, start with you, mm. Maz. How have you, you been, mate? I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. I, I'm a bit ill, I'm not going to lie. I've had a, I've had a bit of a busy week. I've been travelling to Manchester, Newcastle for for work, and yeah, it's been a bit of a long one. But mate, the result just made me feel twenty times better. It was <laughs> unbelievable. I was getting funny enough. I know like a few West Ham fans weirdly, um, and um, yeah, yeah before the game, they're like, hopefully we can we can break the curse. Like it's the same yeah. thing. Can we break the curse? Can we break the curse? And then I, I didn't I didn't reply like on purpose just in case because I didn't know how the game was going to go. I was, I was confident, but I was like, I won't reply straight away. <laughs> and then, obviously, once we won, I just went afternoon. But yeah, it, no, no, yeah. Apart from feeling a little bit under the weather, I'm, I'm in great spirits, and uh, no, life no. is good. Life is good. Life is good. And, and yeah. Ben, how are you, mate? Yeah, pretty much echo what Maz said. Um, I, I thought hotel life would be fun, but it's not. <laughs> it takes it out of you, and I just wanted to go home. Um, yeah, we, yeah, Fair. same as Maz. I was in. Yeah, we were on like a work trip from what, Wednesday to Friday. And then I stayed in London that night to do the DR Sports thing the next day. But yeah, just glad to be home, feeling very tired. Yeah, it's nice. But it was good. It was good bed. fun. And yeah, the game Looked yesterday, DR Sports was good. Was a good laugh as well. Um, and yeah, I think every time I go on there, it seems like we win. So I'll just keep going on maybe there. Just, and we'll yeah, maybe go on there next week, week mate. We'll, we'll, <laughs> yeah. win the, we'll win the Prem, I think, next, next month. So we'll go on there again. <laughs> Like the way we're playing, the way we're playing, mate. I, I, I think we can win the Premier at the moment. And the West Ham curse carried off, but Ryan, your birthday curse was broken. It was, mate. We won on my birthday for the first time. Like I think we've had one win in like the last te- decade or something crazy. And the last time we won was like twenty fourteen. Something like that. Um, I think we had one more in twenty eighteen, which I'm not really counting because it wasn't actually on my birthday. So. Mm. It's mad. And we actually did. Yeah, we we beat Stoke. Uh, I've got to be honest with you. I didn't watch too much of the game because it, you know, 
obvious reasons, really. But um, no, it was it's mad. Twenty two years old, boys. I started this when I was nineteen, by the way, with you guys. It's, it feels Jeez. really weird. I feel like you've watched me in my in my prime years growing up. So it's, it's a bit prime. Odd. No, but, prime is twenty seven, twenty eight, mate. Is that it? Okay, right. Yeah, okay, yeah. You're, you're st- you could still. Mate, I thought I'm past all of it now. No, no, I you could still qualify for Young Player of the Year if you, if you were. <laughs> there, so. I thought that's it. I thought I'm done for. No. Like that's that's it now. After 21, when, it's, that's all over now. You'll realise that, Ryan, when you get when you hit 25, <laughs> and I don't know if you watch the X Factor, but when you realise you could be in the overs category for X Factor, that's yeah. when you know <laughs> life is that's done. True. That's yeah, true. That was, that was a that's tough true. one to take. But uh, no, mate, it was made even better by yesterday's result. 4-0 against West Ham. I mean, yes, we say about the West Ham curse and, you know, they also got Danny Ings, by the way, who's our curse, to be honest with you. But we sort of counteracted it with Danny Welbeck. So yeah. it, was a bit of a, it was a bit of a stalemate there. But I don't know what it is about playing West Ham. There's never a problem. There's never a moment in my head where I'm like, oh, I don't know about this. Did you one. doubt I, it, Ryan? Because I, no, I, I, I definitely doubt I, I was like, I think they're going to end their curse now. For some really? Reason. I felt, you, know, yeah. you know, I was thinking, I was, I, was, I was just thinking, this is too easy, amigo. <laughs> this is too easy, amigo. It was. <laughs> that's, that's literally all I, I was like, this is too No, it, like all joking aside, like it was West Ham, they, they've been very up and down, I feel like this season. Like mm. like like winning last week 4-0, you're thinking, okay, they're going into this it's game. It's Forest as well. They're on good form before yeah. that. Mm. Exactly. Great performance against Man United midweek as well. Yeah, mm. exactly. True. So like, coming into the game, I was like, "Look, they're not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not fearful, but I'm also not taking it for granted because West Ham can easily beat us on their on their day." But mm. yeah, I think we just set the tone quite like early on, and getting the first goal I think was key. Just, to, just yeah, just to alleviate any potential fears, like yeah. especially within the crowd at home. Um, just getting that first goal, and for me, it was definitely a penalty. I'm sure we'll get onto it, but yeah, just just to start off the the game right. Not to go one nil down, especially with again. I'm sure we're going to talk about it, but like stealing goal again. What people think, you know, we're West Ham thinking we're going to fuck it. We're in here. We're like mm. Bobby Sanchez, mm. their first team keeper is not in. Let's let's have you know. Let's test him. Let's pepper him with loads of shots. They had Ariola as well, didn't they? Um, starting, yeah. I think, for the first Ariola, time in so so amount of time. Um, but to be honest with you, yeah, I, I could you could really blame Arioleo. If anything, I thought he actually made a couple of good saves, especially hey, that, against Enchizol at the end. Yeah, um, yeah. It was a mad one. Was unreal. So it's yeah. not like they were exactly low without him, to be fair. So no, we were we just completely took them to the sword. I mean, West Ham, I could say probably since this season, I'd say they're probably the worst team I've seen at the Amex. I thought I haven't seen a big player have such a bad performance as Declan Rice. I thought. Mm. Oh my God, I've never seen, you know, you, you think of Declan Rice as world class, sort of midfielder, capable of playing at the top, plays really well for England. And I just thought, okay, you know, this, I'm watching Declan Rice again. And whenever we play West Ham, I'm like, you know, I, I want to watch him and he always seems to disappoint. And he's done it again. It was an awful performance. It I'm, really was. I'm going to be quite controversial here. I don't think Rice is as good as people make out. Like, he's I a great a player, to be fair. He, he's, he's a good player. Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not doubting that whatsoever. I just don't think he's as good as people are billing him up. Like, uh, like Mace, exactly English like Mason Mount. Maybe. Yeah, English tax. Mason Mount. Look, look, <laughs> him, like, look now how people were bigging him up so much when he was had a little purple patch. And now they're saying he's one of the worst English midfielders around. And yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not Hot saying attacks. he's on the, I, I think Declan Rice is, is better than Mason Mount by a considerable amount. But yeah, he is. I just don't think he's, like you said, uh, Ryan, it might be the English tax, but I just don't think he's as good as people maybe think I think he his quality okay. I think that yeah he's a bit weird though isn't he because like whenever he plays against us it's, it's really bad but then when I watch him say for example in the Europa League I'm, I'm like oh my god this guy's fantastic when I watch him for England it doesn't help I think he's, he's in a horrendous West Ham team at the moment that's I think as the well. trouble isn't it um, yeah, mm-hmm. but I, yeah we actually spoke about it yesterday it was like 
he looks good. Well, most of the, for most of the part, he's always looked good in that West Ham team. But like when you, if he does sign for Arsenal, for example, then he would just be more of like a standard player in that team. He's not going to be yeah. like a well beater that you'd expect him to be for the price that he probably will end up going for. Yeah, yeah. That's, just, that's the thing. Just, like I think was it? I've seen prices of what? Seven, no, hundred million. Easy, I've seen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's like he is not worth a hundred to one hundred fifty million. If if no, Caicedo, like for me, Caicedo is a better player. Oh, yeah. yeah. I said, mate, I'm going to say it right now. Caicedo is world class. He is. He's got all the ability to be a world class player. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with that that statement. And he's probably the only Brighton player I've ever seen in a Brighton shirt that I could say I could see in like a Real Madrid shirt. I would go as far to say he could could be in a Real Madrid shirt in the next five years. Uh, That's provided he does the right things because don't get me wrong, there's, there's, you know, careers aren't just like this. But I just think with him, he's, he's absolutely fantastic. I think, he, to be honest with you, we've got to pick him out because what a performance. I mean, we, he's just signed a new deal, obviously, in the week. Massive, massive news, by the way. And Cute. I was actually in the training ground on the Friday that it happened and Deserby came in and he was buzzing. And, and the atmosphere around the training ground was buzzing. Everyone was really happy. And I was like, this just seems really good. And, and I, I wasn't in the best of moods going there, to be honest with you. I was just in the bit of one of those. And I come out of it, I was just really happy. I was just like, this is great. I've just been, you know, everyone's just talking to each other. Everyone's joking around. And I just thought, oh my God, I haven't seen this like this before. And it put me in a good mood. So I can't imagine what it's like in the, in the training camp. I was about mm. to say this, going into the West Ham game, because again, I, I, I was in like the same position as you as to actually feel it like in person, which I'm sure would have been like a different mm. experience. But even as a fan, seeing it from the outside on just on social media, for example, and seeing um, the pictures from training, I remember seeing the, the pictures from training where uh, they were like, oh, everyone's yeah. in great spirits. And like, they were mm. hugging, they were laughing. And I, and I saw like a compilation of like the training session. And this was obviously after Caicedo had announced his new contract. And it mm. just... It just seemed like, like you said, Ryan, it just seemed like the, the spirits and, and the energy around the club just massively lifted. Like knowing yeah. one of the key players of the squad is signing on for another, was it five years? Uh, yeah. Five year deal? Until 2027, I think. Yeah, mad- yeah plus, plus um, one year. Four, yeah, four year deal, whatever. Like just, I think knowing that, and, and again, of course, there's, there's no going to be probably something well, in his contract where it says, oh, yeah, there's no release was, That was crazy. That was actually, no release hey, could not wow. believe that. Massive. That is mental. Massive um, okay. news. Yeah, I didn't actually know that. I thought there was going to be a release clause in there. No, um, no release clause. Wow, that's that's crazy. Um, <laughs> wow, that, that changes. Not to changes be a, a Debbie lot. Downer, though, does this mean he still goes in summer, but for more money, or does it mean that he's got one more year, he's going to probably do one more year and then go? I think the latter. I, th- I think the latter, yeah, what you just said. I, I, th- I think he'll yeah, give another year, and then he'll be like, look, and he's what, 20? One, like, yeah, mate, it, so it says to me that we we sign him for another year, and if say he on the off chance he does go this summer, it would require one of the very 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 big boys to come in because realistically he's not just going to go to sort of a mediocre team. It'd have yeah. to require like an Arsenal like to come Arsenal, with a hundred yeah. plus million. <laughs> it would require a Real Madrid or a Barcelona or a Man United. Yeah. Realistically, he's not going to go anywhere else because Liverpool won't be able to afford him. Tottenham won't be able to go for him because they just won't. They can't. They just can't touch Casado, can they? They so spend money on a go kart track instead. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Chelsea if they're really feeling that much, but I don't. I don't think they're going to spend 150 million to get hold of him. And, and and to quote them, sort of figures as a Brighton player is mad. But when you've just signed a new five year contract, and there's no release clause, and you're playing the football that you are. You've been wanted for 75 only in January. I mean, it's just a bit of a no-brainer, especially if we get a European competition, which, by the way... Yes, that's what um, I was saying. Yeah, this is, by the way, the Europa League is obviously what Brighton fans want this year. 
But the Champions League, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but if Brighton win their games in hand, they will go into the Champions League places two points clear of Tottenham. And when I looked, I, I saw this stat, I was like, okay, all right, chill out a little bit. And then I looked at the people that are above us, or people, the teams that are above us at the moment. And I want to genuinely ask you, do you think we're better than these? Because we've got Tottenham, we've got Liverpool, we've got Fulham. Um, and I, and I think there might be one more, a Newcastle. And I look at all four of those teams and I think, I, I put us above all of them. I don't know what you think, Maz. Um, so in terms of the teams above us, I feel like Fulham were better than. We just obviously, we lost, I know we lost against Fulham, them. But, definitely. But uh, yeah, yeah I, I thought that was a, a smash and grab. We like dominated the whole game and yeah, it was just one of those Spurs days. Spurs as well. Spurs, they are generally one, like, when you watch them, if you use the eye test, I know they've been winning on paper and they're still fourth. Yeah. But if you give, if you actually watch them, they are horrible. Like yeah, they do not agree. play good football um, at all. But they get results. To be fair, like yeah, when they Harry need to, Kane I just carries them. Mr. Yeah, yeah. And then Newcastle have won in five games. They've lost. They've drawn three, lost two, which yeah. again, pretty mad. Um, and they feel like they're going a little bit down. Now. I think that that Carabao Cup defeat has yeah. the bubble burst. <laughs> yeah, the bubbles burst a little bit. Um, it we've seen it. We've problem. seen it before where a team has got to the final and then where they've lost or where they got to the semi-final they've had a good cup run and then the second half of the season they do just peter off a little bit and mm. for mm. a Brighton sake I hope they do because obviously there'll be one more team that we can leapfrog yeah. into the Europa League. Yeah. Imagine then, that we're talking about Europa League and Champions League we can still qualify for Conference League which I would still yeah. right now bite your hand off for. Yeah. It's just... And then, yeah, sorry to answer your question, Ryan. I think Liverpool will... I'm going to say the classic football saying. Liverpool will be there or thereabouts, I think, sixth or seventh. Um, Tottenham will probably get top four still. They'll probably get that fourth place. But I Do think, you think yeah, they if can, we can hold on there? Because I, I don't yeah. know what it is about Tottenham. I just think Spursy. And I know that's so obvious to say. No, I but think they I will. just think, one, their bottle is notoriously. But two, they, as Matt says, they're just not that good. I mean, yeah. I really don't think they're that good. They play you know, terrible I, football. Yeah, and it's was only because of personnel. Wolves. Yeah, well, yeah Wolves has put a double down in it a bit. I, I just, I don't know. I just think, you know, when I look at our games now, we've got Bournemouth, respectfully, of course. Palace, again, respectfully. And then Newcastle, which, you know, as you say, they're on a really bad run at the moment. And it only takes us to put Newcastle to the sword, which it looks like it's almost a bit of a thing there. When you put the intensity on the likes of Dan Byrne and, and, and uh, Kieran Trippier, they did crumble a little bit. And, I'm gonna you know, get me suit, and that's, no, mate, not, that's the sort of thing they haven't suit. had. <laughs> oh, that suit, they yeah. haven't had people go at them because everyone's been going to St James's and a bit scared of them, probably because they've got their big atmosphere and they've been getting results. But I say they haven't won in sort of five games or something. They haven't taken a, a point anywhere recently. So I would been lacking I would in front of goal as well, Ryan. Lacking in front of goal, yeah. and then the doubt sets in. You know, that's the thing. And, and at the moment, we haven't got that at Brighton. That's the one thing that I hmm. probably wanted to address. In fact, before we get on to properly onto the game was before the game I was a little bit worried over not worried but it was one of those things of you know Deserby came in and started scoring so many goals and we had this little bit of a run where we haven't probably done that as much we've been a little bit of our old selves and not taken our chances and I was a little bit thinking okay you know we keep saying about Deserby's got us scoring but are we sure are we sure this is it? Because, you know, we haven't done it in a few games. For us to go then wipe the floor 4-0 and it could have probably been 10, I was like, okay, yeah, we are still absolutely very, very, very good. Mm. Um, but anyway, let's let's get on sorry, to the actual... Last, sorry, last okay. thing on chances of Europe, just wanted to quickly say, so Spurs, I think they play Milan second leg this week. Uh, that's big for them. So we'll be able to have a better idea of what their season looks like if they do get through. 
Um, mm. And then also, I guess we could touch on it, getting Grimsby. Or yes, mm. if we beat them, get to the semis. Let's say if we get a nice draw in the semis and we get to the final, then we play either of the Man United teams, for example, or Manchester teams, sorry. That we have a better chance, we have a good chance of getting to Europa League through the final, mm. even and and then the league as well. So yeah. we have mm. two really good chances of getting to the getting to yeah. a European competition now, which is yeah. great. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Uh, and sorry, just quickly, actually going back to the Caicedo thing, just quickly. Okay. Uh, um, my <coughs> only worry was not worry, but like, what what's changed from when? Like, it was only, what, two months ago now where, you know, the thing came out on Instagram. I know it was his agents predominantly, and I don't yeah. think it was actually him himself. But that whole debacle on social media, um, the whole sort of, like, you know, big thing that was made out of it. What's changed from that point to now to make him sign a five-year contract? Like, it's good, and I'm really happy for it. But I'm just, I'm yeah, I'm just a bit, yeah, what's, what's I suppose, what's changed um, since then? That's I just think his agents of his agents have just realised that they couldn't get. Well, they tried to get a quick quick payday mm. in those two remaining days of the window or whatever it was, maybe three remaining days. They failed, and now they've got to just go. Well, okay, let's get an, a payday in a new contract, mm. and maybe he'll be an extra season at Brighton, but they've still got some sort of payday to show for it. Yeah, I suppose, I suppose as agents, they, their whole job is to please the client and then mm. the client being and make money as well yeah yeah so kind of they're just probably happy with a massive pay rise yeah, yeah. i think as well with with brighton we're going in the right direction as well so it probably helps in the fact that we're not just you know say for example if kaiseido started missing training refusing mm. to play brighton started losing games then you would say okay right let's get him out of there at all, all costs yeah, but because we're still yeah. rising up we're still going well because I said they're still putting in fantastic performances. Arguably, since this whole saga, I'd almost say he's even gone up a gear. And again, you know, I think that because we've now got the money to spend, this this agent has obviously worked his magic with it, and he said, "Look, we've got a very good player here. We can get him a lot more money. The club are obviously going to pay him more money because he deserves it." And yeah. I, I don't think it's ever been a case of Moises is unhappy here. I, I don't believe it. No. I think, you know, I, I think and that's now been proved, but I didn't believe it at the beginning. And now I still, I think it's more proof that mm. I don't think it was ever a, a reality. Yeah, I think, I, I, I think yeah, it was just definitely down to like an agent, basically mm. the agent's trying to just shake things up and trying yeah, to think, well thinking win. they're doing their best for their player. But in actual yeah. fact, they were actually hindering him. And yeah, sorry, things... quick question before we move on to the match. Do we know how much he's now on a week? Yeah. No, I don't, mate. Well, I I saw 50k, but I don't know if that's correct or not. Yeah, probably more, (laughs) to be honest. I mean, the case sounds about right for his age, for like where he is in his career and all that kind of stuff. I think 50k a week sounds about... Give him 150. (laughs) Oh, no, yeah. I'd pay him whatever he wants. but have got the money to give him. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? We're in a different position to what we've ever been in in our lifetime where we can actually pay the players that we've got what they want. And to be honest, this was one thing in the Championship and even in the beginning of the Premier League, which we were good at, was retain our good players. And we almost got a bit of a false narrative now in the English media that we just sell which isn't yeah. true. Um, but anyway, let's let's move on to the actual game because uh, we've yeah. sort of done this podcast in a backwards fashion. But it's, it's, yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. good anyway. Uh, but the, the game itself, um, as we said, fantastic performance. Started off with that penalty, but it actually started from right in our own box with Jason Steele playing some very good but risky passes. And I was Steele. very impressed with his distribution, by the way. Very, very good uh, with his feet, which is a massive surprise, um, to be honest. 
played it what out. Go on, go on, Mas. What have I been saying this whole time? We need someone to push Sanchez. Yeah. I didn't say that, though, did I? I didn't say no. anything. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, like, I've been saying it for, like, for the last like, yeah, year no. on the podcast. I'm mm. saying, like, we need to, to basically, someone needs to go to Sanchez. Look, you are not safe. You are not the number one, as in you yeah. are the number one. But like, we need to, you know, give him a kick up the arse and just scare him a little bit. Because Herbie's think... been listening to the pod, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think uh, was it his assistant manager follows us, didn't he? Or, or... Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, well. Sorry, I was going to say, I saw, I, um, I actually asked Zerbi about Jason Steele, ironically. Um, and I said to him about him, and I'm allowed to say this now, um, I said to him, you know, Jason Steele's been so impressive. And Richie Mills also asked a similar question, so shout out Richie. Um, but I said, look, he's been playing well. He's also a very good influence around the dressing room, apparently. The, the players seem to love him. He's on the boot room, uh, boot room quiz, or whatever it's called. Yeah. And, you know, he just seems like a good character. And I said to him, look, he's been putting in these great performances. Uh, you know, is there a chance? At what point does he start pushing Sanchez? And he said that he's shown to a good level that he needs to play and he can play. He doesn't know when yet. And he stopped for a bit and said, but he's, he's got the quality to be in my team and he really, really rates him. All of a sudden, yesterday, he's now saying that he puts him above Robert Sanchez. Yeah, that was an insane Nail. quote. Yeah, mm, I saw I that. I believe the- he came out and said that. After the game, yeah. yeah, that was mad. He's like, he's, he's more of a player. He's more of my type of player because he's good yeah. with his feet. Uh, he's better with his feet, I think. Didn't he say with yeah. Sanchez, which yeah, was yeah, man. pretty pretty big statement. And yeah. do you know what? It actually now makes me think. Like this, this is what I've been wanting all along. Now Sanchez is probably sitting at home thinking, "Oh my god, yeah, I'm in trouble here. I need, like, to, step I, up. I need, to, yeah. I need to step up." Exactly. So I think I think Deserby and I like love it. I I think he's man management and. His decision making in terms of people, his oh, personality he's been on the pitch, it's been, yeah. been second to none so far. Like, he hasn't put a step wrong, I don't think. Like, there's been a to few, come, like, obviously. To but... come out, though, to Maz, to come out and say Jason Steele is playing better than Robert, he's closer to Robert, uh, he's closer than Robert to my style. That's a, mm, big, that's a big statement. statement. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I, I, don't, I, I, I might be wrong, but I don't, think he, I don't think I've ever seen a Brighton manager maybe say, this guy's better than this guy. He's be- suited better to me. That's, that's a pretty. But do harsh think state. I think it's quite ben. No, it is good, but also Sanchez is gonna be like, yes, it'll give Sanchez a massive kick up the arse. And that's, that's the, what he that's needs, the main though. positive. That's yeah. what he needs, I'm team clearly. Deserby, mate. Deserby, mm. yeah. do maybe Deserby's playing mind games and maybe he does prefer Robert Sanchez, but he's just said this to yeah. give but, to yeah, this is, but this is what you need to do, mate. Like if you're an elite an elite coach, you need to know how to motivate certain different players. And Deserby, yeah. I would trust on his judgment every single time. As Maz says, there's no reason to not trust him. He's not made a, a, a mistake or a serious error in, in his judgment that's made me think, I can't trust this guy ever. So every single time I've got to say, Yeah, if you think that, I agree with you. And and Brian, to go on your point as well about the like elite managers, it just remind not it's not the same scenario, but I'll never forget that clip, you know, of Jose Mourinho with Delhi Ali. And he's like, yes. Look, Delhi like yeah. Delhi, you, oh, yeah. you're not gonna yeah, you're not you're not gonna if you don't, you know, buck your ideas up and well, basically you're gonna screw and look, lo and behold, Jose mm. Mourinho was right. As much as we mm. sort of say he might have fallen off or whatever since his glory days at Chelsea and Porto, etc., he's still got that bang on and, and these elite managers have got that in them to say look, No, they just yeah, know. I, I, I yeah. know. I, I've been there, done that. Trust me. You know, yeah, yeah, I've seen everything. But obviously, I think Deserby's still way early in his career. I'm, I'm not comparing to, mm. to Jose Mourinho, but like, it's good to see those. Yeah, traits. Never know. <laughs> yeah, it's good to see those traits in him. Um, it's yes. good to see those yeah. kind of like that, that um, a little bit of 
what's the word I'm trying to not spite not spite that's not the right word but like he's got that little edge to him he's got that you know that yeah that he definitely needle, has. Um, which yeah. I, I really like and um, yeah just to go on to the goal then obviously Stupinian was so important again I, I thought he was fantastic yesterday honestly every time I watch this man play I think he is my player of the year so far he's absolutely brilliant uh, he comes forward goes into midfield probably the best left back I've ever seen at this football club and the way he comes forward you're forgetting Marcus is... Payton mate Marcus Payne's a legend. Shout out uh, but, but the way he comes through it, it is brilliant. Uh, he started another move off and it, it caught Caicedo. So how he gets that ball to just flick, just we're talking about an inch away from, from disaster, but he does it every time. So it's not a mistake and it's not a fluke. Uh, we play through the through their midfield like it's sort of a knife through butter and all of a sudden uh, Matoma's got the ball. It's a great ball out wide from Solly March. And Matoma, I think it was a penalty. I think it was probably soft, but it probably yeah. was a penalty. He took it very well as in the touch uh, to get away from Johnson who had yeah. a nightmare. Uh, but it was a fantastic touch. And yeah, I, I don't know about you, Ben, but I thought that was a pen. I know that Maz did. Yeah, no, definitely. Yes, don't. Yes, don't all pens. But just a stu- silly foul to make. But also mm. on the flip side, Matoma, just his uh, Dr. Dribbling's paying off. Like he knew where to get his <laughs> yeah, body. Dr. Dribbling. <laughs> yeah, he knew He knew just to get in front of him, adjust his body just so it's kind of, so his ass is facing yeah. bone a little bit more. And he knew contact's going to come. And yeah, it's, it's, it's clever play. As the yeah. Sky Sports pundits would say, oh like, Harry Kane, Kane. <laughs> yeah, you say it all the, the same, same time. Way, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's clever play, yeah. and yeah, it's a fantastic touch from Matoma, like you said. Yes, I agree. Um, and also, yes, obviously the, the penalty itself had Alexis McAllister. Was there ever any doubt, Maz? Or did, 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 did you think at one minute he was going to miss? Nah, mate, he's the coolest customer. In, mate, he's a World Cup winner, mate. This is nothing to him. This is West, <laughs> West Ham at home is absolutely nothing to him, mate. Uh, no, he. he I know there's been this whole thing, hasn't there, on socials especially, um, about uh, Brighton penalties. Like, you know, obviously, mm, yeah. uh, we, we struggled against Charlton and, uh, well, we lost to Us Charlton. taking penalties is horrible. Yeah, history, penalties, yeah. obviously. We've got a history yeah. of, of bad, you know, bad, uh, mm. bad history with penalties. But, yeah, McAllister just fills me with confidence just because he's such yeah. a good player. I don't know, when, when, when a penalty taker is a really good player, it just makes you feel 20 times better. Like, like a Harry yeah. Kane, for example. Like, you just know when he steps up nine times out of 10, he will score. Lionel Messi, nine butter, times yeah. out of 10, he will score. Mm. Uh, even Ronaldo, no, not so much now, maybe, but uh, back in his day, like yeah. all these sort of, you know, uh, uh, high quality players, you just have much more confidence going into it. Mm. And uh, yeah, Glenn I think he should, be our, he should be our, uh, you know, I, I know he is, but he should be our number one penalty taker sort of, for the foreseeable and just, yeah, have him, mm. have him on pens. He, he was excellent yesterday. And obviously, mm. I think even since the World Cup, people have questioned his performances, where they've dipped a little bit. Mm. Yeah. But I think, yeah, yesterday he was really, really good. And that was actually his first mm. goal, since the first Premier League goal since the World Cup as well. So it's good yeah. to get, yeah. get him back on the score sheet for us. Yeah, and he looked happy with the goal as well. It was nice to see him celebrating. I thought... To be honest, mate, we could say this about every player, but they were all fantastic. But Alexa McAllister mm. again was was great. I thought um, him, Pascal Gross, and Caicedo. It's just such an intelligent midfield. Honestly, I'd, I can't see many other many other midfields in the Premier League that are better than that. Um, and that and that's mad to say, isn't it? Really, but it, mm. it's true. I, I don't see many midfielders mm. that are better, or, or at least do yeah, right. you can't. Yeah. It's it's mad. You know, if you were to offer them three players to pretty much every team in the league, I think Man City are going to take them. I think that I'm not taking away from Rodri or anything, by the way. I'm just saying, McAllister and Caicedo, they are those sort of players that can play at the highest level. But fantastic again. Um, can McAllister say great? Second goal. Um, need to think now. Who was the second goal? Uh, it wasn't Matoma. Um, it was Veltman. Uh, Veltman. Um, yeah. 
Joel Veltman scored, ladies and gentlemen. Um, by the way, Tarek obviously went off, actually. I forgot to, to mention that. So hopefully he's all, all OK. Uh, yeah. We don't know what's happened with him, so I'm sure we'll get an update soon. But uh, all, all good for Tarek. But, mate, Veltman, fantastic thought, finish. Yeah, <laughs> Mario Balotelli. I thought, yeah, I thought it was a very intelligent finish. Like, this is, <laughs> this is like, um, I'm glad I remembered now. Yeah, a lot of players, you know, in that situation might have, like, panicked or lashed at it, especially yeah. oh, he's a centre-back slash right-back. Like, he's not he's not usually in front of goal yeah. many times. And um, so he was really cool, calm, collecting, just sort of just chested it and guided it in. I, yeah. thought, I thought it was a very clever, smart, cool finish. And, um, yeah, I was really happy for him, actually, because he doesn't really get many goals, does he? So I was actually no. just happy for him to get on the score sheet. And, um, yeah, obviously, like you said, came off of Tarek as well. So that was probably, you know, coming in... Um, to the game a bit later on. Sometimes players mm. need some adjustment time. But he was, yeah, straight in there and got his goal and it was a really good, really good finish. Mm. West Ham fans would be really, really, really fuming at Ben Johnson because, like you said earlier, Ryan, he had an actual stinker, but you could yeah. have built a house around Joel Veltman. He was just literally yeah. there at the back post with no one around him. Shout out to James too yeah. for that one. But yeah, it was so much space. To, like you said, Buzz, any other player could potentially panic or especially yeah. defend and like try and mm. knee it in and it just goes high. But yeah, to actually just chest it in and control it in is a good finish with a chest. Yeah. And I was very yeah, I think only Dunk could do a better thing with his chest. We all know he, yeah, he's great. With chest. I was actually going to say a Dunk joke to be fair, but he's stolen it already. But it was a good corner. It was a good corner routine. Um, again, it was. I think it was McAllister flicked it on, wasn't it? Uh, it was awful. It was awful defending, mm. as you say. But it was again the sort of thing we don't really tend to do is take one good corners uh, and two. We're very lethal now. Um, I, I heard a stat, Ryan. Um, it's the first time we scored. A, first time we scored a, from a corner this season, and it's the first time West Ham oh. are conceded from a corner this season. Oh wow! Okay, Jeez, wow, that's no. mad, mate. Their I curse know, is actually incredible on us. <laughs> they've, they've broken our corner curse, and we've we've been ended their corner oh, right, right, corner streak. The, uh, the commentator, that, if, if that yeah, if that's that's wrong, blame the commentator, not me. Okay, yeah, yeah that's, fair that's enough. I mean. No accountability, I rate it. Uh, but no, we, we're fantastic. <laughs> 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 Um, yeah, 2-0. Two, two uh, at that point, I think the game was pretty safe, to be honest. And it was just a matter of how many. As I say, it, it could have been 10, and I'm not even joking. We, we, were, we were all over them after that point onwards. Uh, Matoma just turned up a gear. He really did. He turned into the Matoma of, of the last, of the first sort of couple of months that we were raving about. He, he absolutely had them on strings again. And it was him and Solly March just too hot to handle. Stupinian as well. That's when all of a sudden everyone comes alive and you see those three on fire. And mm. uh, Matoma started taking everybody apart. The move was fantastic. The ball across from Gross was, was, was very calm as well. Shock. He, he t- another PR yeah, assist for another Gross. shot. Yeah, another chance created. Only, I don't know, I think it's like a couple hundred now. Be- uh, chance created behind Kevin De Bruyne. He's the, still the second highest chance creator since 2017 in the Premier League, only behind Kevin De Bruyne. Insane. It's insane. Uh, only 200 behind. Only yeah, 200. I know. That goes to show the <laughs> levels of, of the, the yeah. man from Belgium, by the way. But yes, Capascal is another level for us. Um, and again, another assist. It's a good finish, to be honest with you, because uh, it was a, a difficult angle and probably one that we would have missed a couple of years ago, wouldn't it, Ben? Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, Matoma read the game really, really well there. Um, it's nice to see him find a score again because I think the past few games he's been like double teamed, isn't he? Most for most yeah. of the part, and he's been like cancelled out of the game. And when we haven't had him in the game, we found it uh, found it tough. But um, yeah, it's actually nice to see him get a bit more freedom and have a very, very good game again. And yeah, yeah. A, deser- a deserved goal for sure. Yeah, uh, and, and Maz, what do you what do you make of the the move itself and the, and the oh. goal? 
great, great team goal. I, I just loved, yeah, how fluid, how fluid it was, how just it. The the way we play football right now is just amazing. Like I just think it's yeah. just so attractive. It really is. It, it's effortless. It doesn't seem like there's too much going into the way like the one it's natural, two. Natural, isn't it? Yeah, mm. the, the quick passes, the intelligent passes. Yeah, and it was just a great team goal. And, and obviously, I know like Matoma had to like stretch and slide it in, but it was a, yeah, just a great mm. all round goal. And um, yeah, it's great to see going back to, I think, I can't remember which one of you made it, but it's great to see Matoma back to, yeah, what he was. Because I feel like the last mm. three or four games, maybe he'd um, just not been, yeah, not been as... as In his own admission, or... wasn't it, as well? He, he sort of took credit for the fact that he hasn't mm. been at his best. And to be honest with you, it goes to show the mentality of our players now. And yeah. even... Um, you know, I think Deserbi came out and said Matoma's not been as good as he as he knows he can be. And for Matoma to also be the same and be so focused to be like, you know, do you know what? We're going to still get ourselves back on track. Because even when he was on his good form, he said that he wanted to be better. Um, it just goes to show the mentality shift because before we were just told to take the positives when we'd lose 3-0. Um, so, you know, I think that it's a, it's a complete stark difference. And I saw that We Are Brighton put a thing on about saying about Joel Veltman's rare goal and said it's, he hugged um, some of the Japanese fans who were sitting next to him in the West Upper. And then he put, I'm going to kiss them if yeah. Matoma gets a third, just for Matoma to actually get <laughs> oh, a third. He said, went in for the kiss and missed. I had to settle for a hug. <laughs> I rate that so high. It's funny. But no, but he uh, sort of carousel out for some, some of those tweets because there were some really yeah, good Yeah, there's ones. some good like, tweets even, out there. Even Mike King, who's a well, Brighton, Brighton goat. On Ali Razor fan. That's the one. <laughs> Ali, is he an Ali Razor fan as well? Yeah, that, a bit of me, mate. A bit of me. I love that. Still, oh, no, still he was like, um, he was like the fact that West Ham signed Danny Ings, who is Brighton's kryptonite, and that we still beat them just shows the just shows like the tremendous curse that we have in West Ham or something like that. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. It's so true. Not even Danny Ings could stop us. Mate, I was really hoping that Danny Ings didn't even get a sniff because there was a couple of chances he had. And Jason Steele, by the way, first half made some very good saves, actually, uh, for the few amount of shots that West Ham had. Um, but I did worry because I, I just thought, you know, even if we're winning 4-0, I don't want Danny Ings just to get a little laugh on us because it's so many times I've seen him leaving the Amex with a little bit of a smirk on his face. Oh, Aston Villa. Nice. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, Villa literally like six well. months ago, if that. Yeah. A couple of months ago, yeah. Sorry, and, he said, um, he said the cur- this curse transcends anything I've ever seen. <laughs> just, just fucking class. <laughs> so true. And then, obviously, we made some subs. We had uh, Facundo Buonanotte and uh, Danny Welbeck came on. And Facundo was a- another good performance from him, to be honest. I was quite happy with his sort of cameos that he keeps getting. It always looks quite exciting. Um, but just for him to assist Danny Welbeck, probably about five, ten minutes after coming on, uh, it was a good finish from Danny Welbeck. But I think at that point, West Ham had just given up. They looked mm. finished. Um, I said to you, Declan Rice was so bad. And I think it was just a complete gap in midfield. And then all of a sudden, you've got Danny Welbeck. And I, I said to my dad, I said at the time, I said, there's going to be a worldy goal in this game. And it wasn't quite a worldy, but I'm going to claim it mm. because it's close enough. It was a good finish. It was outside the box. I drilled when it. When does Danny Welbeck um, ever score outside the box? Yeah, so you've got some... <laughs> Newcastle at home, I present to you. I remember yeah, that. Okay, yeah, fair um, point. Yeah, one. But, yeah, <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, mate, I was, I was very happy. But he only seems to score very good goals, doesn't he? he his goals are always of a really high quality. I mean, I remember against yeah. Leeds not so long ago, that sort of Cruyff turn oh, one that he scored. Yeah, that, that one against unreal. Liverpool where he flicked over Joe Gomez. And then this yeah. one, he's, mate, the goal, when he does score, they're always bangers. I don't know mm. what it is about him. Um, but no, uh, but, <laughs> Mads, I know you're not probably the biggest Wele fan, but I mean, <laughs> it was a good goal, wasn't it? <laughs> no, no, great goal, great goal. And do you know what? Uh, 
uh, as time goes by, um, I, I do <laughs> warm to him more and more. It's just no. My, he my seems like a good pro- guy, doesn't he? My biggest, my yeah. biggest frustrations with Welbeck and Lalana. Uh, which I've always been quite vocal about. It's just that injury records, and I, I know that's not their fault. I, I'm not saying. Yeah. I'm not saying. You know, it's harsh to say because, like, I've got. You know, I know that. I know basically. I know that it's not as easy as that. Just you can't. You got to put yourself in their shoes, and it must be <laughs> so be frustrating. <laughs> um, it must be so frustrating going through these injuries. But like, that's always been my biggest thing. Is like just them keeping fit, and um, mm. yeah, and, and when they are fit, they're both incredibly great players. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really happy for Danny Welbeck. I'm I'm so glad, and, and I think off the pitch as well. And and that I think that's what I don't appreciate maybe as often is off yeah. the pitch. He's such a big. Mate, you can tell he's such a vibe. character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, like like I said, going back to that video, I was, I was telling you guys about the training video that I watched. Mm. Like he was very pro- predominant in that. He was very like mm. he, they cut to him a lot. Like he was joking. He was the he was the guy that sort of like cracking jokes and mm. stuff and like getting them laughing. And so yeah, I, I think. He is really good when he comes on like as a sub. I don't want him starting games. Let's just be clear about that. I don't. I, I really want. I want Ferguson to start. But as to come on and let's say, yeah, we are maybe let's say losing one 0 when you need like a bit of a presence and someone mm. who's very experienced to come on. He's amazing. And and when we're three 0 up, to come on and just you mm. know uh, save Ferguson's legs. Like yeah, I, I'm the more as time goes on, the more I'm happy we've got Danny Welbeck. Yeah, he's yeah. such a great character to have in the squad. You can tell, like, even watching that buzz. Well, we knew it before, but even watching that buzzer's boot room video of him and yeah, yeah him and Tarek, so what funny. And, like yeah. he may be injury prone, but he's got ninety nine banter, and that makes up for it. <laughs> <laughs> ninety nine banter, <laughs> that's quite funny. <laughs> um, yeah, that's actually completely throwing me. I'm not gonna lie. Um, no, I was gonna say about Evan Ferguson. Um, you, you know, you mentioned him. He's, you know, he didn't score, but he, mate, he just doesn't stop running. He's the proper old school centre forward, but. A little bit better than one. His passing ability is very good. He creates chances so well. He holds the ball up very well. And it's everything that we've probably missed in a centre forward for the last four, five, six years. Uh, probably since Murray went actually in 2021, 20, 20, I think. But I, I just love Evan Ferguson. I think he's great. Maybe he should have scored this chance, but you could say it was a good challenge um, from, I think it was Ogbonna at the time. I could be wrong. But it was a. Ah, just a, a fantastic performance again from, from Ferguson. But you can say this about everybody, can't you? But I did mm. want to ping out one person in particular, and it was Who Adam Webster. Uh, Adam right. Webster. <laughs> I thought he was great. And, and I know I keep saying these about all these players, but Adam Webster, he's been through a lot in, he, in his injuries. And I feel, I feel like it's about time that he almost settles into the team again. I thought he was very good with his feet. Um, yeah, one out mistake, passes didn't he, really well. at the beginning? Yeah, I think like, the ball like, went under his feet and then... Uh, Bowen was through. Pestapinha made a really, really good tackle. I think this yeah. was at one um, nil, on it might have been one nil. Yeah, yeah, it was at one nil. Nil nil even was still one nil. And then yeah. Steele was forced to make a save, um, which was a, yeah, fair, a decent save with his leg. Mm. But Bowen, yeah, Bowen was through. But I think it's because it like went under Webster, and then they had a good chance. Yeah, but I think that was the only mistake that I've seen. Yeah, no, um, mate, he was fan- he was fantastic. I, I really did think he was great, and he looks so much more composed than he has done recently. And I think big, big testament to him for coming back from his injuries like he has um and similarly to jason Steele as well i was gonna say when big levi's back fully fit do you know who that all right no we, we've uh, got him. Didn't know who he, who right. was <laughs> um, yeah who who does he come back straight into the team does webster retain his place what are we saying i don't know mate i just don't 
I'm not a fan of the fact that we're not going to keep him and that we're going to keep playing him. I, mm. I, How do you know I, that though, I, Ben? Because How do you not, know that? He's not, he's not, he's, yeah, he's, he's going Chelsea back. Come out, haven't they, multiple times? Yeah, he, they're going to, they want he him wants back. to be a Chelsea centre-back. Thiago Silva, although he's still really good, is getting on a bit. There's a place in the Chelsea team for him. But then they got, I, I'm a big fan of Ivan and Badia Shill recently. Yeah, so but I'm, I, used big, I used to be a big fan of our um, transfer policy of not loaning players for this, for this reason. Um, and yeah, I, it would be silly, I think. Maybe maybe putting a different spin on it, we need to play our best players to get Europe, that's fair. But also on the flip side, I just would prefer to play our Brighton players to improve them rather than improving someone else's player, or, and especially a Chelsea player. Yeah, see, I don't agree. I, I, I prefer to um, just get whatever the best result is for the club. And I think yeah, that's true. If, I think Levi is a good he's a good guy. I don't I don't think yeah. it's uh there's no doubt about that. Um everyone that I know that knows him and everyone that's spoke to me about him um is is only good words and people can say he's a nice chill character. Um and I and I can't really disrespect Levi at all and I think that he's just been caught in a bit of a crossfire. Um Yeah, no, that's sorry, that was no disrespect to him as a person. No, no, I'm not saying he's have. in. Yeah. I'm not saying you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just saying, like, I, I do like him. I, I do. I wouldn't be surprised if we do keep him. It's clear we're serious about keeping him. Uh, it will be an interesting summer. And obviously, Chelsea are very prone to just splashing 100 million on another centre-back. Because why wouldn't they? Because they can. And, and I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Uh, especially with Todd Bowley now. He's an absolute madman. Um, <laughs> and realistically, I mean, if Brighton are getting into the European places... Chelsea have a chance of not even playing Europa League this year, <laughs> yeah. so you never know. Um, so I don't think it's completely unreasonable to suggest he does stay. But um, to answer your question, Maz, I don't know. I, I think I would I would have him uh, in the team if he's fit because he is one of our best players. But um, RDZ did say that he's going to be playing him in the under twenty ones first to get him fit. So I don't imagine it'll be anytime soon. Um, but anyway, to move on from okay, sorry, go on. final thing. Sorry, final thing. Yeah, so talking about like praising our players and stuff, uh, yes. I got an article sent to me on, on Friday, which was before the weekend played, obviously. But according to whoscored.com, right? Yeah. The 2022-23 form ranking. So for the last six appearances, can you tell me the top three in the Premier League? What, players? Yeah. Lewis Dunk? <laughs> no. Well. What, uh, form, form for, rankings? Yeah. So in terms of uh, based on who scored um, okay. ratings. What's this uh, over, yeah. like last three months, last Sorry, two months, last, last six season? Games. Last, last six, six games, games sorry. before this Saturday. So this, you was, want this, how was, many published on, this was published on Friday. I just want the top Solly three. Solly March. Solly March. Who did you say? Good shout. Solly, Solly March. March. Correct. Yeah, he's, in a, he's at number two. Ooh. I thought Is there another Brighton be, player? I, I thought he was going to take you a little bit longer than that. So uh, that's is there another Brighton player? That's ruining the game. He's the only Brighton so, player in there. Just yeah, shows how good he's that. been, though. But that, yeah, that, that, I, yeah, that's the point I was trying to make. Was yeah, I think no, he goes. Solly's fantastic, mate. I, I, yeah, I really, I, I, really. I, I believe think he in goes him. under the radar a lot. Yeah. Like when we talk about Esther Pinyan, we talk about Matoma, the sexy players. Yeah, we talk about you know the the he was just behind Bruno Fernandez and above Marcus Rashford and Saka. Which is who? again? This is just who scores.com rating. Who? So, um, I think it's actually based on stats, so it actually mm. shows that statistically he is one of the best players in the Premier League. So, he was phenomenal yesterday I'm at the surprised. beginning of the match. You see that like messy esque run he done to get into mm. the box and yeah. he's got a shot away. I was like, who is yeah. he? Who is that bloke? 
Yeah. Yes, he was, he, yeah, he was just run, running dribbling is, through the players. It was so good. He's just his chance creation and the way he beats a player now is is different. You haven't seen that from him before, as we keep saying, and it's great. And I can only give him so much credit, uh, Solly much. All of our players like him, and as I said, like Webster, like Jason Steele, these players that have been here for so long and are now getting up that next level, it really does make you appreciate how much of an impact Roberto De Zerbi has had. Yeah. And, and shout out to Andrea Moldera as well yesterday. Uh, you could tell the patient play in the first half. don't know if that has anything to do with him, but it was very patient and it was making me on the edge of my seat at times. <laughs> passing and passing and passing and passing. If you're on the other end of that, it's wearing you down. And, and, I, and I'm not surprised that West Ham fans were losing their heads because <laughs> it was just an absolute showboat. Absolute showboat. Apparently Gross and Caicedo had done like 10 pass, one-touch passes yeah, they did. between each other. Mate, That's taking just- Piss. Yeah, <laughs> that is totally piss. But they do these, they do these little one touches. Then we started trying to do one touch football only. Then we started showboat, and Sarmiento comes on. And he starts trying to five star skill move everybody all of a sudden <laughs> because that's just what we can do now. That's what we're in, and this is what I'm trying to say to you. When I say to you that these players are that good, I mean it because I don't just say it in a delusional way. I watch these mm. games, and I remember. Um, in fact, actually, I want to I want to mention Steele now because I know I know we've mentioned it a little bit about Robert Sanchez in comparison, but I don't want to compare. I want to just talk about Steele because he went through a horrible time at Sunderland. He was yeah. thought of as down and out in League One and as one of the worst goalkeepers to ever grace yeah, Sunderland. He was a meme. It was a joke. He was a disgrace to them, and they hated him. And it was it was a oh my god, why have we signed him situation. And then all of a sudden, Potter said in 2021 that he's showing huge improve- improvements. He's, he's becoming a much better player. And we would say, really? And then he'd play in the cup games and he'd be <laughs> really? good. And he'd make, he'd make a lot of good saves, especially in penalty shootouts. Yeah. Still prone to the odd mistake, but then I suppose all goalkeepers are. But then now, I, I, you don't see the, as many mistakes in the cup games. And something really said to me in these cup games this year of, Steele's good enough to start. And now you see him start... And he's put in a good performance, but his passing, mate, was really impressive. Um, and, I, and I'm really, really, really happy for him, if not on a footballing basis, because he does seem like a top guy. And everyone that I've spoken to says he is a great man around the pitch. And, and, and he even gave me a wave. So I'm taking that in his car. So, <laughs> um, but the point of the matter is he, he's, a, he's a great guy. And, and I do, I am happy for him, uh, genuinely. So shout out still yeah. uh, to, a great to story the biggest degree. Yeah, a story of football for him coming from the depths of that documentary Sun Until I Die, which yeah, yeah must have been horrendous for him and his and his family. Like he it was yeah, a very horrible it's time human being, isn't he, at the end of the day? Yeah. You know? And to now get was this his second PL start, wasn't it? This one. Um yeah. Mm. It was yeah, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant play. Um and yeah, I think he's probably like Welbeck, a great, great character around their team as well. Um the interesting thing now will be to see how long does he keep Sanchez out for the team for. Um, it'll be. I, I'll be very surprised if Deserby then goes back mm. to Sanchez in the next match after the post-match comment mm. about him preferring Steel. That'll be a weird one. So it maybe it'll be a two or three oh, game spell in the good. team now before we see Sanchez get a chance again, unless he has, pulls out a blinder in training and gets his number one spot back again. Yeah, great. Mm. Agreed. Um, okay, let's let's move on to FA Cup just just because we we are. I do want to mention Grimsby just a little bit because obviously we did miss FA Cup roundups just before we finished. So um, we'll do the we'll do the preview during the week, I'm sure, for Leeds. Yeah. Um, so let's just talk about the yeah the Haddocks <laughs> and the Seagulls. Um, obviously, um, notoriously birds do eat fish, so we should be all right. But I think what <laughs> I'm going to say is um, yes, it's it's the best possible 
draw we could have hoped for. And, and there's no hiding that. You can't say that it's not. Um, and I think that, you know, is there, is there that reason to, to be happy about it? Or do you want to be reserved? And do you want to, you know, it's, it's not, we're not there yet. Or is it time to dream about Wembley and start thinking about even winning our first ever major trophy, Maz? Yeah, I, I, I was a bit, I, I was a bit annoyed at a, a few section of fans where like, oh, let, let's put some respect on Grimsby's name. Like, you, know, you can't just, <laughs> no, you can't just, you can't just write them off. And it's like we're not, we're not writing anyone off. We can be happy about oh, a no, good draw. Like, yeah. we, we can be happy about drawing Grimsby, like as we should. Like, they were the statistically or on paper the weakest team in the competition. They lost left. yesterday, didn't they? Against like, yeah, and yeah. they're in League Two. Like, of yeah. course Four we're going to be happy about that. drawing them because it increases our chances Carlisle, to progress. So, mm. it, like, it just didn't make any sense to me why people were like, "Oh yeah, let's 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 calm down a little bit." And it's like, we're not, no one's saying, "Oh, we're definitely going to beat them." We're just happy we drew them. Right? Mm. I just I didn't get. That I posted that. Pic, I posted that video of the um the kid dancing, the Matoma kid dancing, and I was like, "When we draw, oh, when you draw Grimsby at home, that, like, yeah, yeah." yeah. yeah. Obviously, you're going to be happy for it. Palace fans yeah. will be happy just to be in the competition still. So I don't know why they're piping up. It's, <laughs> it's a yeah. joke. Like, and yeah, maybe I, like I didn't it. see some actually disrespectful tweets, but yeah, I would. I didn't. I didn't see any disrespectful tweets in my opinion. I just saw yeah, people happy about the draw. No yeah. one was saying Grimsby are shit. It's going to be a walk in the park. Obviously, it's not. It's going to be a huge game for them. And then mm. they're. The fans behind the goal at Southampton, they're incredible. And they brought mm. all their inflatable fish. Oh, yeah. Full credit to their, their fans, masks. Mate, that's unreal. Yeah. They were brilliant, brilliant fans. And like, mm. I, I can't wait to see them at the Amex. It'll be, it'll be hilarious. And yeah. it should be a really, really fun match. And hopefully, yeah, we, yeah. It, for us, it'll be maybe not a comfortable match, but a match that we win. And yeah, but then on to Wembley, boys. We're saying not a comfortable match after we've just beaten West Ham 4-0, by the way. So yeah, this, but... is, this is where you've got to remember where we're at. But yes, I get the magic of the FA yeah. Cup and everything. Yeah, but anyway, let's, let's just talk about the, the, the not future, the not so distant future. of We haven't won a major trophy in our lives. Um, and I'm not saying say we that? will. We won, we won some community shield back in like 1906 1910 last time yeah, I checked yeah. mate I wasn't around in 1910 <laughs> but I could be wrong La- um, no no but I was, I'm only saying because people we basically haven't have we but yeah when, I, when yeah. I, my answer back is always like yeah we won the community shield I think it was yeah. like the South community Division shield, winners played champions uh, yeah now, South Division winners played South Division yeah. Division winners played like the North Division winners and we beat Villa 1-0 in the final, I think. But, but on a serious level, count. we've got, <laughs> you know, the, the teams left in this is, is Sheffield United and Blackburn is one of them. And obviously two Manchester clubs and Fulham. Um, I look around and I, I do think, I, I've probably missed someone there as well, haven't I? Burnley, I can't think. Burnley. Burnley, that's the one. Um, and I look at those teams and I think if the Manchester clubs get their own semi-final, great. If one of them gets knocked out beforehand, even better. But... I just, I just think even if we came up against, say, United in the final, we've still got a very, very, very good There's chance. There's a chance. There's still a good chance. City, perhaps. United, maybe. I, I think that, you know, obviously if we get a championship team, then even better. And, you know, you, you're feeling all right. But then you're arguably more nervous for that because you're the, you're the ones that should clearly win. Um, don't you think it's mad, though, that the way that this FA Cup's played out? Because I think that everyone actually went for it this year. Uh, and somehow a lot of the big boys aren't left. Um, and to be honest with you, we're actually deemed as one of the big boys left now. Um, yeah. And Maz, I want to well, get your honest now. thoughts. Yeah, exactly. And I want to get your honest thoughts, Maz and Ben, of do you think we can win it? Uh, and, you know, 
what do you think it's going to take for us to do it? Because it's not going to be easy, obviously. I'll start you, Maz. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So obviously, yeah. Let's get through Grimsley first, and then and then see, Agree, see yeah. after that. But but in saying that, if we get a favourable draw in the semis, which is Black, the winners of Blackburn, Sheffield United, basically, and Man City, Man United play each other. I will then believe potentially that we could potentially. So you're saying there's a chance. Yeah, yeah, so you're saying saying there's a chance. So, yeah, obviously, Man United, Man City will play each other, and then that that wheels it down to one of the Manchester clubs being in the final. And then, like you said, Ryan, once you get to a final, mate, we can beat Man City for anyone's game. Anything can happen. So. Yeah, I'm not saying the disparity between Wigan and Man City is the same as Brighton and let's say Man City now. But yeah, like you just never know. But I don't know, if we were to draw one of the Man- Manchester clubs in the semis, do you know what it is? Yeah. I think, I'll be honest, I think they'll go into autopilot as in they'll just win the game. Like it's just it's just second nature to them in those kind of yeah. situations. Yeah. Uh, more so City than Man United maybe, but still like, yeah, I, I just feel like if we get the. United have won the Carabao, haven't they, as well? So they, they've got yeah. a bit of winning mentality from Ten Hag, to be fair. Yeah. Um, City play at Wembley almost like twice a season as well. It's yeah, yeah. yeah. Literally, it's like second they... home. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. crazy. So, yeah, basically, to, 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 to stop waffling, um, if we get Manchester clubs in the semis, I, I'm not confident. But if we can avoid them and get to the final, anything can happen. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. no, exactly. No, spot on. I think we're going to have to. Yeah, like Matt say, get past Grimsby, but we need luck on our side again in this draw. Yeah, mm. to avoid one of the Manchester clubs will be huge. Will be so big. Yeah. Um, and I think if there's <clears throat> sorry, if there's a season that we're going to do it, it's going to be this season because everything yeah. is going right. We've still got our best players after January. Mm. This is a huge, huge moment to get to a final and potentially win. But yeah, we have to have more luck on our side if we get past Grimsby and avoid a Manchester club. I- and as you said, Ben, as well, if we get to the final, depending on where people finish and where, let's say, your Man City or Man United finish, mm-hmm. that could potentially just be an automatic European spot. Yeah. If so, United win the Europa League, then yeah. we get So we'll get potentially just getting to the final is pretty much as good as winning it, potentially, yeah. Uh, yeah. depending yeah. on yeah, what happens. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a crazy story, really, if it did happen. It's, it's all very hypothetical at the minute, but Manchester United... We got them in the final. Um, it is 2023. The last time we played them in, a, in an FA Cup final. Last time we even played in an FA Cup final was 1983. And we all know how that went. Um, yeah. Even if you weren't alive to see it, it's a very, very famous moment in the club's history. For that to happen again, the revenge, uh, particularly amongst the older, older fan base, would feel very sweet. And it's the one time, perhaps, where the older fans and the younger fans could come together also on Twitter well. rather than Yeah, you could put to bed that <laughs> famous quote. Yeah. You, you <laughs> well, re- replays as well, the fact we drew in, in the first game and then there was yeah. a replay and we lost 4-0 which is pretty yeah that was mental. it um, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see and um, you're right in saying if it's going to happen at all this season does feel like a little bit of magic in it. I don't know if that's right or if it's wrong, but the 2016-17 vibes which we haven't seen mm. we always used to refer back to as the good old days together it feels like that is happening again. That's just me. I could be wrong, but I do feel like Just that's picture true. it, boys. Just picture Lewis Dunk on a sunny Wembley day lifting the FA Cup. Yeah. That's just like, it would be so perfect for him. A man that's been be so a great start to the, club. To the summer, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, I would. It would. I'd definitely be going Ibiza and anywhere else. Go and make it would be Lewis sweet Dunk. that night, Ben. Let's that's for it. sure, mate. Oh, yeah. it would be. But can you imagine that? It just, his loyalty will be, will be repaid. And he'll win a title, a domestic cup 
for Brighton of Albion. It's home, insane. hometown club. It'll be so good. Would be um, insane. But yeah, let's get past the haddocks first. Let's get past yeah. the haddocks. But let's let's end it on that, boys, because that is a very very good podcast. Thank you both. Mm. Um, we do comments below, um, and we'll do the obviously the um, what's um, it called later on in the week. Yeah, so, yeah. these preview uh, mm. comments below. On the way to Wembley? No, that's a bit. A bit no, we need to. We need to do. We need to do. Um, <clears throat> we we'll do Wembley West at Grimsby. It needs to be West Ham related. Um, Can it be the, uh, the West Ham? No, sorry. March Madness because we actually are in March finally. Yeah, or March Madness. Not, yeah, like like March Madness, or it could be March Madness or Caicedo because obviously he's a bit of a man at the moment. At the moment, and yeah. he's actually staying. Moises Caicedo. <clears throat> Caicedo is a weldy. <laughs> that went well, mate. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, fuck's sake. <laughs> Basically, let's go with. Let's go with. For like, yeah, March. If he had scored, we could have gone with March. Yeah. But yeah, I agree yeah. with Ryan. Let's go with Caicedo. It's got to be Moises, And we'll it? go with. Nerves of Steel. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, like that's that. a good one. Yeah, yeah Nerves of Steel. That's, that's you good. You redeemed yourself, Ben. You redeemed yeah. yourself. Well done. Welcome to the Wheel of Steel, ladies and gentlemen. Right. <laughs> thank yeah. you very much for listening and streaming and everything else you've been doing to watch us. Uh, make sure you're following our socials at Seagull Social and like, subscribe and comment and everything else you want to do and all that good stuff on our YouTubes. And yeah, we'll see you probably just before we play against Leeds. That'll be a tough game as well. But yeah, thank you, boys, and we'll see you soon. Cheers. Peace. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com and there it is that's as good as it gets on this stage nissan townstar ev strikes again it's an unstoppable van unstoppable Look, just fantastic you can actually see the pro pilot technology in action effortless parallel parking it moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty and with a bench full of all-star van experts there's real strength in depth here that's all-star quality search nissan townstar ev and visit your local all-star van center to see for yourself Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.